welcome to the EarFluence Podcast, which is a podcast about podcasting from a podcast production company. I'm your host, Jason Gillikin, CEO of EarFluence. And with me, as always, is Cece Huffman, producer, content strategist, social media marketer, uh, intern integrator, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a doer of all things at EarFluence. How's it going today, Cece? It's good. It's good. I'm uploading a new episode of the EarFluence podcast today, which is exciting, um, with Podmatch's Alex San Filippo. Um, so about how to find guests on your podcast. So after you finish listening to this one, go listen to that one. Um, yeah. I also got a haircut yesterday, and nobody told me when I cut my hair that it was going to grow so fast. So now I don't have to wear hats all the time. So that's exciting. Um, that's really overall, good. a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you had long hair, which you were cutting probably once every three months or so. And then now. Yeah. What, what is yeah, it? Once he was every... like, how long has it been? Like eight weeks? And I was like, it's been four. And so he was like, yeah, let's go a little shorter this time. So you don't have to come back every three weeks to get your haircut. I was like, thank you so much. Nice. Well, <laughs> well it looks good. This is great audio thank quality you. already. We, we yes, give them a, a visual better. cue. <laughs> Let's give the audience a visual cue for an audio podcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, well, what's going on in terms of uh, podcasts uh, that you've been working on? Um. So let's see. We put out two episodes today. Um, one of founder shares with two women who founded Wherewithal, which is a bra company, and then talking about their story just as being female entrepreneurs and getting um, capital. And then we put out an episode of First Check about a woman who was kind of struggling with getting capital. So it was kind of nice to have a very, it was a very female empowering day today of releases. Definitely. And the Wherewithal group, they are launching next week. So by the time you listen to this, they will have just launched their so exciting product. Yeah. I mean, it's been two years, three years in the works. And then now they're at that moment where where they're just within days of it actually launching, they have got to be so mm -hmm. excited, so scared. Um, you know, did we do the the right marketing for this? You know, are people going to like it? What about the returns? I mean, it has to be like they seem dynamic, uh, but they have got to be so just terrified right now and just shaking, but excited too. Definitely. I mean, that's like you finally prepare for this moment. And when it's finally here, like, what do you do? Like <laughs> when you buy everybody Christmas presents and you're so excited and then all of a sudden it's Christmas. Right, right, right. So what I wanted to talk about today is um, building a podcast that is SEO friendly. So search engine optimization friendly. The reason I wanted to bring this up today is that we're getting a lot of search traffic to our website. So We've done, you know, over 500 episodes now uh, within the EarFluence podcasts, and the search traffic that we had in Q1 2020 compared to Q1 2021 has increased something like 1300. I mean, it is <laughs> that's just insane. <laughs> totally insane. Yes, I mean the the search traffic is off the charts great. And we're seeing more and more traffic every single day. And what we're noticing is 
we're doing even better than we were before with SEO. Um, and we can mm -hmm. get into, you know, what that's meant and uh, what that's meant for our podcasts. And then um, how you as a listener can you know, make your podcast SEO friendly as well. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of factors that add into the fact that it's up, however, 1300%. Um, but I think one of the big factors is you used to work in SEO. And so you know a thing or two about what you're doing. <laughs> I did. I've learned some in school and like learning online myself, but like, I really would like for you to explain to everyone, to me, even what exactly it is and little things that you can do to make it better. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's see, 2005, I got my first SEO related job. It was a pretty wild place. If you've ever seen the movie boiler room, um, it, it was a complete boiler room. So I was on the sales side. And I was brought in to this company, one of like 60 salespeople. Um, and it's just this pit. And it was <laughs> it was nuts. Like the the sales side was completely separate from the service side. We could not communicate at all about what what was going on in service. They didn't want to know what mm -hmm. we were doing in sales. Um, I mean, like this is a, a podcast in itself. And one day I will write a, either a screenplay or we'll do a narrative podcast on this place. But Literally one day the CEO got dragged out uh, because of some some crazy things that were going on in this drama. I, I tell you, there were 200 people, CC. At if we hit our sales goals uh, at the at each week on Friday, the whole company would line up and the executives would be passing out fifty dollar bills to everybody if if we hit our sales goals. <laughs> Yeah. Do we want to implement that at Earfluence? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> oh my God. But I'm just thinking about it now. I'm like, that That's crazy. wasn't all that tax friendly or, uh, you no. know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like it was, it was nuts. Um, so you know, we think we're not going to implement that at Earfluence. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Government, that, if you're listening. <laughs> But yeah, catered lunches. I mean, we call ourselves the biggest SEO company in the world. Anyway, the it, that one did not work out. Um, I spent about 10 months there before figuring out that uh, what we were giving to the clients did not quite match what we were selling to the clients. Right. Well, I <laughs> and, mean, of course, when you don't get to communicate with either teams, then of course, you're not going to really understand. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And then so I, I left there, I learned a little bit, but left there. And then 2007 to 2019, I worked for another uh, SEO company. So, you know, this one was doing good work for, for clients and, you know, they were actually seeing the benefits of it. And, and I learned the value of, you know, link building for SEO and, and what title uh, search friendly title tags are and, you know, what, why content is super important. Um, and mm -hmm. basically the, the whole premise of it is, you know, Google wants to see good quality content. They want to be able to figure out what pages of a site are relevant. And there's, a, there's over 200 different factors that goes into their decision. When you're making a query into Google, um, you know, what websites show up? So there's a lot of different factors, but it boils down to some of the basics, like what is the content? 
on the site. So what is the copy that Google can see? Um, what mm -hmm. is the user experience like? So are users bouncing away from the page pretty quickly or are they staying on there? Um, what is the title of the page? So what is essentially like the, the headline of, of the web page? So, you know, those, those few things, if you can do those right, your website has a chance to rank. But anyway, how does this all relate to podcasting? Okay. Mm -hmm. So I mentioned that our earfluence.com website traffic has gone up just a crazy amount in the past year. Well, what we found is that people are going to um, the podcast pages that have great SEO titles and that are ranking well. And now what that means is our most downloaded episodes are the ones that are getting a lot of search traffic to them. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is if you do a search on Google for virtual privilege walk, for example, Earfluence.com is going to be number one or number two on Google for that keyword. And because of that, um, that is one of the most, no, let me scratch that. That is the most downloaded episode of the Diversity Beyond the Checkbox podcast um, because they're getting quite a bit of search traffic to that. Another example is we did a, an episode of Weddings for Real with um, the hosts of Netflix's show Marriage or Mortgage. Okay, so I think we're either in the top 10 or top 20 of Google for marriage or mortgage hosts, right? And so mm -hmm. if, if people are, and people are clicking on that, quite a bit of people are clicking on that. And so that is, um, that continues to be a, a well-performing episode of Weddings for Real, just because people are mm -hmm. finding it on, on earfluence.com. Um, same thing with some of our own podcasts where, we did an episode on how to host a solo podcast that gets a ton of traffic. And that is the most downloaded episode of the EarFluence podcast. Um, same thing with um, how can Clubhouse uh, be used to maximize your podcast or to amplify your podcast. So those were ranking well on, on Google for Clubhouse and podcasting. So things mm -hmm. like that are the reasons why you want to have uh, an SEO friendly podcast. And something that just as somebody who works in social media and, you know, things change like every day is not only is it important to kind of make sure that you're hitting good SEO titles just in general, if there's something that's trending at that time, you want to make sure that you include it. So things like marriage or mortgage, meet the host, that show came out the day that that episode came out. And so all of a sudden people see this new show, they want to find out about these hosts. You could have titled it anything about those people, but because it's like, oh, this is new, let's get the title of the show host because people are going to be searching for them later. That's obviously going to boost you up. Same thing with Clubhouse. Clubhouse just started to spike like huge. So we could say like how to use other apps to amplify your podcast. That doesn't help us whatsoever because Clubhouse is the important one and that's why it ranks well. Um, so that's just something that I think of instantly whenever I hear you talk about that. That is such a great point. So there's two different things that you can do there. One is you can look at creating evergreen type podcast episodes where mm -hmm. no matter when somebody's going to find it, it is going to be relevant to that time. Um, or you can look at trends. So, you know, either one, you just want to make sure that you have a, a, a strategy in place for that. So like, 
um, if you want to find what people are searching for, um, you know, you can do that by going to keyword search tools. And there are some some good ones out there, like going to SEMrush, for example, would be a, a, a keyword tool that you can use. Um, if you're looking for trends on what's trending, if you don't really know what's trending, but you just want to look up what it, what actually is trending, you can go to Google Trends and you can see that information there. But yeah, that gets into you know making sure that these podcast episodes that you're putting out there are SEO friendly. And mm-hmm. what that means is using keywords in these titles. What that means is figuring out what is hot and making sure that that matches what is hot. So, you know, one example of of that is we did a, a an episode of diversity beyond the checkbox right when Joe Biden rescinded some uh, diversity training restrictions. So in his first day of office, he rescinded some boneheaded legislation from Trump um, that basically <laughs> called out uh, diversity training as anti-patriotic or something like that. Well, Biden on his first day got rid of that bozo rule. Right. And, uh, and we did an episode on that. And so, you know, that was something that was trending, but we want to make sure that we had the keywords in there. So Biden diversity training restrictions, um, you know, different keywords rescinds. Yes. So that people might be searching for that. And then when they are searching for that, that they can find that. Yeah. And this is why it's so important as well to have a website for where, like to share your podcast episodes. We're fortunate that we have a website with a ton of stuff on it because of how many shows we produce. And then also our clients have websites with their shows on it. So that's just helpful because it goes back to the branch metaphor. I feel like I talk about that every single episode. Um, But by having that, available to show up in Google on your website, embedding your podcast episode, having like a short, you know, description of your show, a transcript of your show, any word that you have on there that's relevant to that topic that you're talking about is just a branch where you're more likely to reach more and more people. For sure. Yeah. So let's unpack that more. So um, if you're listening to this, you know, make sure that you have a, a unique website for your podcast. So like for, for our clients, you know, we'll create that for them. Essentially, you know, they're, they'll come on the, the earfluence.com website. Um, and that's great because Google is finding earfluence.com relevant for a lot of different things already. So having their podcast come on the earfluence website, that's valuable. It's also valuable if you create your own unique website. Um, and that way Google can find, you, you can give Google fresh information and you can do those things that you just mentioned CC about putting in a transcript and you can put in show notes. You can add things about who the hosts are, um, giving Google more quality content. So yes, hundred percent. You want to have a, a, a website for your podcast, whether it's an agency website or whether it's your own standalone website, both would work great. Now, let's get back to that transcript. So for, mm-hmm. yeah, with each with each um, podcast episode, you have the opportunity to give Google a ton 
of information about that episode so that it can find you relevant for whatever keywords make sense and you know whatever keywords um, that people are going to be searching for about that particular episode. So on, on a normal just show notes, you're probably going to do say, what, 100 words um, for for some for show notes, you know, not not much. And that's, that's gonna be less than a normal blog post, which a normal blog post, you're probably looking at around 500 words. So you're giving Google some information with show notes, but not a ton of information. Mm -hmm. But if you put transcript into there, all of a sudden you've got for a 30 minute episode, you're looking at about 6,000 words, right? So that is the equivalent of about 10 blog posts or 12 blog posts or something like that. You mm -hmm. are giving Google a ton of fresh, unique content. And that is what they crave. Like Google craves that fresh, unique content. And if you're putting out a weekly episode and you're giving Google 6,000 words, 10,000 words, all of a sudden you are building out the relevance of not just those episodes themselves, but your website as a whole. And Google is going to find your website more and more relevant as you continue to publish those, uh, those websites or those, those episodes. And side note, it's just good for accessibility reasons for people who are hard of hearing to have a transcript on your website, separate from SEO, but it's, it's valuable. There's like literally no part of it that isn't extremely useful and valuable and necessary. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, that's, that's so great to, to bring that up. Um, some other things that you can do with your website and the, the podcast episodes themselves is you want to make sure that any images that are, and this is getting into SEO tech babble, but it's still important. And I, sometimes <laughs> I digress, you know, being in SEO for 15 years, uh, I will get into some tech babble anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> th this is a stuff where uh, if I'm talking to my wife about this, she immediately just closes her eyes and, and this is good, <laughs> a good way to fall asleep. <laughs> anyway, Bedtime story. Yeah, exactly. If you're putting in images on your website, and you should uh, within each episode. So, you know, every episode should have a, a, a unique um, uh, cover art. Um, you can have the, um, the, the images that show up in, you know, Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. You can put those in those episodes. Well, what you need to do with all those images is make sure you're using what's called alt text or alternative text, which is a way of describing those images because Google, Google can't really see an image, but to give it context, you want to make sure that you describe that image in that alt text. So it might mm -hmm. be something like, you know, uh, Daniel Rushton and Ellery Linder on the founder shares podcast or Nicole Lowe, CEO of soul life on the first check podcast with Tim McLaughlin. Okay. All of a sudden, um, if, if people are searching for things like Nicole Lowe or people are searching for first check podcast or Tim McLaughlin or whatever the query might be, images do show up in Google search as well. And those images are going to be clickable and people mm -hmm. do do image search. So they might be looking for um, a picture of Nicole Lowe, for example. And they all of a sudden see, oh, wow, she was on a podcast as well, because they can see that image from the image search. Let's go listen to that podcast. 
So those are the things that happen and you want to make sure that your site as a whole is SEO friendly for those reasons. So you can drive people to your, uh, your podcast. And I, I want to point out, you talked about going into tech jargon and whatever. This is all actually very easy stuff to do. Yeah. Like it's all very, very simple to accomplish. The part that is a challenge is like, it's just so small that you don't necessarily always think about it. And you don't necessarily realize the benefits that making the small changes can be. So this is none of this is intimidating. Like you could get on your website right now and figure out how to do it pretty fast. Um, you just don't think that you need to, but you do. Yes. And as you're rushing to publish these, uh, these episodes, as you're rushing to publish the web pages to go along with the episodes, mm -hmm. sometimes you even make the conscious decision to be like, no, I'm not going to do the alt text because I just don't want to think about it and type it out. Let me just go ahead and publish the, this episode. No, take the time to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it is simple enough to do it. Sometimes it's a pain, but you're not putting up 40 images on, on your right. website here. It's just usually one or two that you want to add alt text to. Um, yeah, so that's that's a great point. Um, let me back up a, a little bit here. So what I want to point out is that Google does actually show podcasts in their queries now. Yes. Yeah, so that's another reason for you to have mostly SEO friendly titles in your podcast episodes. So uh, what I mean by podcasts are showing up. So if you do a, a search for any particular topic, especially one that you know there was a podcast on, they are likely to show web pages. Um, they're likely to show podcast episodes, images, and videos as well. So they're likely to show a lot of different things because podcasting is becoming increasingly important to Google um, overall, which you'll see by their Google Podcasts app now. And it's good, but also it's just another, it's like, it's another place for you to pop up. That doesn't mean that you should neglect all the other parts just because like, oh, well, I don't need to put this on my website because it's already gonna show up to Google. No, you want both of them. You don't want either or, <laughs> you wanna get it all. Yeah. Every little bit that you can is helpful. Yep. Yep, exactly. So uh, SEO friendly titles. So like there's there's a couple things when you're titling your podcast episode that you want. You know, one mm -hmm. is to make sure that it's SEO friendly, which I just mentioned. And two, you want to make sure that it's clickable. So meaning like attractive. It's a hard balance. It, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like math. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and sometimes you've got to compromise a little bit on one or the other and sometimes yeah. for us we'll go by what the client wants right like you know we can give them here are the benefits of of each of these but ultimately what do you want to do here you know here here are the two mm -hmm. options that that we're giving you um so you know one example recently is um we did a, a special episode where i interviewed kurt merriweather with um the diversity movement to talk about the DEI community. So their, their diversity, equity, and inclusion community that they're building, which is just, just awesome. But yeah, like the know, LinkedIn for DEI. Yeah. Yeah. More than that. I mean, because it's like a safe place where LinkedIn is kind of cheering and, and, and all that's great. I love LinkedIn. You know, LinkedIn is uh, not a place 
where you can ask real questions um, from from people. You can share what's going on and be like, I'm doing this awesome thing. Give me some some applause. Cool. Love it. But for something like this DEI community, um, it's a place where you can actually ask questions about how to handle certain workplace issues. Anyway, so we put out that episode or we're trying to figure out a title for that episode. And we're looking at, all right, well, do we use the words diversity, equity, and inclusion in this? Um, because people don't necessarily know the DEI acronym. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's something that we need to look up. Do we use the word community in this? It, is that valuable from an SEO standpoint? Or is it valuable from a clickability standpoint? Well, if people are thinking, well, what is the community? Um, mm -hmm. it, what about the word education? What about the word leadership? So we've got to factor all those things into titling this podcast episode, you know, one, you know, is it keyword friendly? And then two, is it clickable? And I can't even remember what mm -hmm. we came up with exactly, but those are all the things that factor into this. And uh, if we can have all the information available to us about what's being searched, what's trending, um, our intuition on what's clickable, um, we can have a, a good quality podcast episode title. Right. And I mean, it does take a second and sometimes it takes more than one person. I remember I was on that email chain and it was like, well, let's try this. No, that's not coming up with what we want. Maybe let's try this. So like it does take a second, but it is worth it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. A couple of other things on being SEO friendly for your podcast. One thing that's important, and I mentioned Google is showing podcasts, web pages, images, and then videos, videos. I was just about to bring that up. Yes, videos <laughs> are super important for, for podcasts. So if mm -hmm. you can either put up the whole episodes or snippets of episodes into YouTube, and I think people know, maybe not everybody knows, but YouTube is owned by Google. So Google and YouTube are, are one and the same. Uh, and so Google obviously prefers YouTube um, videos. So if you can put all that up on YouTube, all of a sudden that's going to be an added way that people can find your podcast episode. Mm -hmm. And then another thing that goes with that is if you have a transcript, then you can also create captions, which you can also upload to YouTube, which is just like the transcript, you know, for the podcast, you have the transcript for the video, which is all of those keywords that maybe aren't in the title or in the description that are also now linked to that video as well. Yes, yes, 100%. Um, with YouTube, you want to make sure that you're putting in the name of your podcast, though, in the title, most likely, mm -hmm. because, you know, with the podcast episode, it's already going to be there. Uh, but with the, the YouTube episode, it's not necessarily going to be there because it's not coming in. For, it might not be coming in from that particular feed. Um, but still, SEO friendly titles, um, you have an opportunity to write a description and I don't know what limitations there are exactly on, on YouTube descriptions, but you can put in a good chunk of the transcript for sure. Yeah, there's not a lot. You can write a long, I one time read somebody who put their essay, like, or read somebody's essay in like the description of a YouTube video. So you can put a lot, <laughs> probably not all 6,000 words, but you can put a ton. And you can also put links to your podcast on different platforms like oh you like this clip why don't you go listen to it on spotify or apple podcast or google podcast or literally anywhere you want 
Yes. Yes, exactly. So link it back to your webpage and then mm -hmm. link it back to the, um, you know, find us on Spotify, find us on Apple podcasts, find us on Google podcasts, wherever else. One, it just makes sense from a user standpoint, but then two, Google loves links. So, um, you know, if you're linking back to your own website, that is a very relevant and very powerful link that you're going to have for your website. And the more your more links that you're getting, um, the more relevant your website is going to become. So that's another SEO trick is you want to make sure that you're getting as many links as possible, as many relevant links as possible coming into your site. Definitely. I feel like it's so like, there's so many little steps. It's like building something <laughs> to just put all like all of the little things that you have to do, but it's not as difficult as it sounds. It does take a second and it is kind of annoying, but it's worth it. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> when you're getting the traffic to your site, when you're up 1300% over, exactly. over the quarter over quarter. Yeah. I mean, and that's it, why it, you should listen to us. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is certainly worth it. Well, Cece, I think we just told all our listeners how to make their podcast SEO friendly. So I know all of this free secret that you just got. And if you came and found us from Google, we told you so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess the big question is, what are we going to title this episode? Oh, yeah. Mm, I don't know. Maybe it's we'll have to do as, some math. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some math, some keyword research, some trend search. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it might be as simple as like uh, making your podcast SEO friendly. So mm -hmm. you know, that that seems clickable. Um, you know, that has SEO in there, podcast in there, podcast and SEO. So anyway, maybe that's the title, but but we can think on it and, and look it up. Yes, I will say our podcast is nice for titles because we tend to take talk about one topic that's relevant for anyone with a podcast. So yeah. it's not as stressful as others unless it's you know, last week's, which was. <laughs> right, right, exactly. All right, CC, great talking to you as always. And thank mm -hmm. you everybody for listening to the EarFluence podcast. I hope you learned something today. It's always fun geeking out about SEO. <laughs> but Love it. Yeah, anyway, if you are uh, interested in full service podcast production or just want a little bit of help on your podcast, editing help, just guidance, launch strategy, uh, go visit our website and contact us. We're earfluence.com and you can send an email to info at earfluence.com and we'll be happy to connect with you and uh, get you all set up for whatever you need for your podcast. So for CeCe Huffman, I'm Jason Gillikin and we'll see you next time on the EarFluence Podcast.